Hi, welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the space where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of your life. I'm your host, Christina Fletcher, and on today's episode, I'm actually going to do a little bit of behind the scenes, a little bit of a deep dive into what stepping away for the month of December really looks like in my own life and how to invoke sacred wholeness at the end of the year. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Um, I was really kind of sitting, figuring out what I wanted to talk with you about today because it is the 1st of December, and it is a time where I traditionally take a step away from social media, from my world, which I love deeply. Um, I continue to see my clients until about the 17th, and I uh, take some time throughout the month to really take pause and reflect on the direction that I'm going and really take stock of where I've been. This has been a bit of a practice, I would actually probably say for most of my life. I remember when I was about 10 or 11, I was an avid keeper of a diary. I I had stacks of diaries throughout my growing years. And I remember I used to sit there at the end of the year after Christmas and that last week, usually actually around New Year's Eve, and I would write on one page, the year in review. And then on the other page, I would write the year in preview. And this was the very beginnings of the processes that I use now. And I remember savoring the, the pause, the inner reflection, the taking stock, the, it, it always feels like, I always compare it to this, the idea of driving on a road trip and then pulling over to the side of the road for a bathroom break, for a snack, to stretch your legs and to then check on your progress, to make sure you're headed in the direction that you want to go, to see if there's any things that you wanted to see along the way, and then to reflect on what you've seen already. It never fails when you've stopped to look, you know, we used to stop to look at the map, but, you know, reflect on where you've been and what you've seen. You start pulling up the memories of, oh yeah, that was great when we saw that. Oh, remember when we saw that? That was brilliant. And you really just become very present in the journey. Well, to me, all of December serves as a backdrop for that pit stop. I used to try to cram it into the last week of December. And over the years, this has extended to be the framework of my December. I'll still be working. I'm still at my desk. I still have things to write. And I'm still loving my my experiences over at the Breathing Space, which is my membership program. We're currently working on vision boards right now. And, and I still see my clients and I'm still doing all of the little things that are behind the scenes, but I've quietened down the world so that by, by taking off of my social media and instead I'm doing more of the inner work. This is the foundational laying time. I often will tell people when I say that I am taking time off, I go, you know, my children will, 
will just my family will panic if I if I start continuing meetings for too long. I really need to take that time off. And that's all said very lightly. But the truth is, is that this time, the month of December, and giving myself permission to really deep dive into myself, into my heart, it is is something that's vitally. Um, it's it's vital. It's 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 completely necessary for my own mental health, my own spiritual wealth, uh, my spiritual experience, and how I serve my clients, my community, my family, and and how I create my world. So, I want to discuss a little bit about what that looks like. What does it feel like? Um, I was watching a interview with Eckhart Tolle the other day, and he was discussing the the buzz that is so often in the room. Uh, it can be the refrigerator, it can be your computer, and you don't ever really notice it until you have a power outage or until something happens and it breaks. And so all of a sudden you notice the quiet. And it was interesting when he was talking about this because I thought that sums up what I strive for in my December. Not even strive for. It's fact, I think it's actually, it's been something that I've practiced for so long or set the intention of for so long that it's actually, um, it sits there hovering in the corner. It's, it's waiting for me. Now, what's fascinating about this, and every year, this is what fascinates me, is, is my resistance to it. I mentioned that I wanted to do a little bit of behind the scenes here. So I want to be really vulnerable with you on this. I actually will resist slowing things down at the end of the year. I will, I can feel it's like, um, it's like a world behind a veil or behind curtains. And every December, I kind of go, oh, it's almost time to find that silence and find that stillness and really do that review of the year and really do a deep dive into my heart and check in with myself and connect to my spiritual source on a much deeper, more conscious way, more than my usual just daily practices. It's really time to start paving those intentions and charting forth the path and confirming with myself that I'm on the right directions of all the things I need to do. Um, and all of that lays behind those curtains. And because neural pathways are as they are, and because we all have a tendency to run our course throughout every day, you know, you wake up, you do your chores, you do the things you do, you probably have some elements of self-care in there. Um, and then you do the work and you do all of the things that your day is made up of. And some of that might be full of deep self-care and deep pleasure, but it still falls into the structure of what you've set up for your day. And then you have your evening routine and then you go to bed and the next day it starts up again. When you intentionally decide that you're going to throw all of that up into the air a little bit so you can pull apart the curtains and really turn the refrigerator off 
sort of speak, not really. But when you decide to turn down the noise of the world and of day-to-day life, it's rather intimidating. It's, it's rather, uh, it, 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 you head into a point of deep hesitancy because your brain will say, oh no, uh, that's not safe. That's not what we do. This is what I loved about this talk with Eckhart Tolle because he was talking about how, you know, you have the buzz of the computer, you have the buzz of the fridge, and then you have a power outage and you realize that it's there or it was there. And you sense that deep silence. And that is consciousness. That is conscious living. Conscious living is when you can feel the difference between the noise and the silence. When the power comes back on, you suddenly hear the buzz. And yet it often takes the power outage or the retreat in order to be conscious of the noise. We live in an incredibly loud world right now. And not only is it loud, it's also empowered by fear. And it is, has this rather, you can't call it golden, this shadow effect of panic. Energetically, if you go into some of the situations that are happening in our world today, you feel them buzzing. It's not even a noise buzzing, it's a vibrating buzzing. And we have spent 11 months navigating into the buzzing of the world, and nervous systems are slightly frayed. And within that, you as yourself, as your spiritual being, having this physical experience has the choice to turn it down. Sure, you might not be able to do that for the whole world, but your attention to it is yours for the taking. It might be as simple as turning off the news or stopping the newspaper or turning off social media. I shouldn't say it's as simple as that because honestly, it's amazing how neural pathways love to keep these things in course. But it still remains that It is your choice to say, actually, I need silence. What happens when you do that? Well, you actually give yourself a chance to calm your nervous system. You claim your power back for where attention goes, energy flows. And you also find that silence so you can actually look at your map where you are going, what your life experience is. You claim your energy back. You claim yourself back. Now, the interesting thing is this is not as easy as it sounds. And making those decisions, you probably will have to continue to make that decision over and over and over and over and over again for at least the first while. Neural pathways are strong and it's phenomenal how habitual we keep active in the turmoil. 
the phrase addiction to friction comes up. I remember um, coming up with that years and years ago. And it's so true. We do. We all have an addiction to friction. We're told that if we keep our eyes on the drama, on what's wrong in the world, what the noise is about, that then we'll be prepared for it. But in truth, by keeping your attention and focus on it, in fact, you're actually just keeping yourself in a state of uh, survival, a state of defense, a state of on edgeness. And that is perpetuating your own lack of silence. You become the buzz. So with addiction to friction, you become the buzz. So it's, it's vitally important and yet incredibly difficult to take a step away and give yourself some time for reflection. An addiction to friction means that you actually have to keep reminding yourself that you're looking somewhere else just for a little bit. It means that you line up some really good books in order to replace what you would normally be reading. It means that you do start a vision board and you start playfully exploring what energy you want to live in. You start staring at a window every once in a while just to enjoy being alive. You go for more walks. You mindfully pat your animals. You give yourself permission to just chat with your family and find deeper questions and deeper relationships. You slow things down a little. And you savor life. I firmly believe that each person in this world is a divine spark of light. You came here to shine within this physical form. And you came specifically at this time because this time will provide you the contrast, the challenges, the bumps along the road that will make you decide who you want to be and have more clarity about how your light can shine. Because when you know what you don't want, you know what you do. So give yourself some time to reflect on your life so far and your year so far. And then ask yourself, what have you gleaned from that experience? What have you grown from that experience? How does life move forward from here? And who are you as you move from here? What does silence feel like when you ask those bigger questions? When you don't try to answer them from a space of panic or, or from that space or vibration of fear, when instead you give yourself permission and you're honest and vulnerable and courageous enough to pull apart those curtains and really stand in the presence of all of the universe and the sacred connection that is truly yours and say, okay, so what have we got so far? And what are we moving forward into? I know this sounds a little um, subtle, perhaps, or vague. I encourage you to go into your heart center and really 
listen there. I can probably guarantee that there will be times that when you do this, your brain will want to pull your attention back out into the world. And it will say, no, 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 just don't look there. Don't look there. Don't look there yet. You have to do this and this and this and this and this and this first. This is why literally I gave myself December 1st for my retreat entered into the world. It landed on a Wednesday, which is not the easiest day to put the brakes on. Um, and I said, you know, it's going to take a couple of days to really break in, but it's the first. And I was working and working and working to make sure that things lined up for that day so that then I would have no excuse. And even though some things got left done, undone, it was December 1st. No. I sign out of the noise of the world. And I give myself permission to start to slow things down. I start and I allow them to flow. So my, my workload shifts within where I would normally spend my time, perhaps answering things on social media or making different posts or creating different contents for all of my different, you know, Facebook group and Facebook page and Instagram and LinkedIn and all of these different things. Instead, all of that time goes to inner study. And I mean, I usually have some inner study every day anyway. You all know that. You all know that I'm journaling, meditating, doing, you know. But this is my deep dive. So slowly over the next few weeks, those are going to become more, more fine-tuned and more fine-tuned and more light and airy and dreamy and empowered and I'll be tapping into playfully exploring the energies of the universe, which sounds very exciting. <laughs> so um, I will say that one of the things I love about my membership program is that they keep things moving forward for me. So the breathing space, I mean, right now we are doing a vision board focus. I, I love to bring things into that space to keep me accountable as well. So I said, we're doing a vision board practice. And all of a sudden I went, oh, I guess that means I'm doing a vision board, which is exactly what I need to be doing. So over in the breathing space, we are actually, we're just using a simple WhatsApp chat. So there's no scrolling, no social media, but I am keeping um, a conversation going over there with simple um, audio voice recorded steps for everyone's personal exploration on vision boarding. And then of course we have our weekly energy healing sessions um, with meditation every Sunday and a few other little bits and bobs that members get to take part in. So by all means, feel free to come and visit that link. Uh, as a bonus this month, all Breathing Space members do come get free access to my workshop, which is at the end of the year. So on December 29th, it's my Creating an Intentional New Year workshop. And that's an exciting one. Every year I, I love dancing through that threshold with all of all of the participants. We truly deep dive into releasing the year that was and carving a path for the year that can be with some energy work and ritual right in the middle there. So 
that is on December 29th. And that would be when I'm really emerging from my cave time, other than the work I do with the members and with my clients. I, I really wanted to do this episode at the beginning of the month, because I wanted to make sure that you had in the back of your mind an awareness to this time of the year. It has been a dark time. And of course, symbolically, this time in winter in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the darkest time. And it is a time where there's a deep faith in the light that will be coming. You are light. So, I will simply say that I wish you a beautiful December. Podcasts are still lined up to be shared with you over this coming month, but I hope that you can keep in the mind, in your mind, throughout this month, how by being true to yourself and tapping into your deepest frequency of you, you shine forth and the world is a better place because you are here. Love and light. See you soon.